welcome to Kingdom Living Podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Washington. I hope you had a wonderful Easter weekend. And today I want to start out uh, the podcast talking to you about renewing your mind. Uh, the subject today is out with the old and in with the new. And of course, I, I've said before on this podcast, the foundation for what I'm talking about or the principles that I share with you will be biblically based. And so I want to talk to you coming from Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 2. And this is a very familiar passage uh, of scripture when it comes to talking about renewing the mind. And as I've said before, this podcast is titled Kingdom Living because when you become a believer or born again Christian, you become a follower of Christ. And you also become a citizen of the kingdom of God. You become a son or daughter of God. You become a joint heir with Christ. He is your big brother, and we are the sons and daughters of God. And so when you become a part of the kingdom of God, you take on the ways of Christ. And you must do things, or you must do what is necessary to change your mind and begin to think as a child of God or a son or daughter of God, to think as a person who is in the kingdom. Many times as believers and Christians, we limit ourselves in renewing our mind or doing this because we don't understand the importance of it. And so renewing your mind requires uh, several things, actions that you must do on a daily basis, reading the word, speaking the word, and thinking about it, meditating on the word. And so we want to start out with Romans 12, 1 and 2. And I'm going to be reading this from the Message Bible. I love to read from different translations because sometimes you can get a better understanding of what God wants you to to know. And so in the Message Bible, it says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-informed maturity in you. Don't you just love the Message Bible? I love it. So here the, the writer Paul was telling the Romans, he was saying, look, when you become born again, when you become a follower of Christ, You have to renew your mind. You have to uh, change your way of thinking. Of course, we know that everything starts in the mind. Life for us starts in the mind, the way you think. So I first want to talk about what a kingdom is, because we need to know when we come into the kingdom of God, what do we mean mean by that? Well, we know in a natural sense, a kingdom is a politically organized community where there's a big territory or a unit that is governed by a king or queen, a monarchy. And so when we think about that in the spiritual sense, Jesus is the king 
or God is the person who's in authority or in rule. So in, in a natural sense, in an earthly kingdom, the queen or the king uh, is the person who's ruling. And so in the spirit realm, in the kingdom of God, he is the king. Jesus is the king. He's the one who's the ruler or, or has the authority. And so we must then understand or, and come to know what are the laws of this kingdom? What are the principles and values and ideals that uh, govern this kingdom? And so we have to begin to take on those laws, take on those ways. Just think about even today in the life we live in the United States, we have laws that govern, we have rules, we have standards and principles, and we need to know them so that we can know how to govern ourselves, how to live in relationship with one another, with other people, and with ourselves. And so here, Paul was telling the Romans, look, you got to renew your mind. You've got to change the way of think your way of thinking so that you can live the abundant life and live to the to the fullest, to the maximum potential that God has required for you. And so what do we need to do? How do how do I do that? Well, Jesus told uh this story in Luke chapter 17, verses 20 through 21. Well, actually, this is uh, the, the Pharisees came to him. And the Pharisees thought that when Jesus came, that he was going to set up an earthly kingdom. So they came to Jesus and they said, now, when will the kingdom of God begin? This kingdom that you keep talking about, when will it begin? And Jesus said, the kingdom of God isn't going to be ushered in by some uh, natural things that you do but it's going to be uh, begin in you. It is right here in you. And so that's so sometimes that's hard for people to understand because they're trying, they, they want something physical. And that's just the human nature of us. We want something we can touch, something we can feel. But Jesus was saying that it is in you. And in the kingdom of God, that's the way it works. His principles, his ideas, his values are placed in you through the word and through the Holy Spirit. And as you begin to live them out, then you will see the kingdom of God will begin to manifest. And so uh, Paul wanted the Romans to understand that it's not something that you uh, put, that you necessarily put on as physical and material things. And this is in Romans chapter 14, verses 17 through 18. He was talking to them about what the kingdom of God is. He said, it's not meat or drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because if you read above that, uh, he had to talk to them about some people were, were criticizing others because they ate certain meats or they observed certain holidays. And that's like it is today. You know, there, and I, and that's why I often say when we're talking about the kingdom of God, when we're talking about living for God, we're not talking about a denomination or an organization because uh, denominations and organizations, they all have their own traditions and certain things that they observe. 
Some uh, denominations and organizations say that in order for you to be in relationship with God, you have to do this. You you can't eat that, um, or you can't wear this, or you or you can't go here and co- can't go there. So Paul was telling them that's not what the kingdom of God is. It's not whether or not you wear dresses or you or you don't or you wear pants. It's not whether or not you have a tattoo. It's not whether or not you have dreadlocks or you don't. It's not about whether or not you wear suits or you or you wear jeans. It's not about those things. It's not about whether or not you don't uh, observe a holiday or what day you go to church. If you go to church on Sunday or somebody else may go to church on Saturday, that does not make you make it wrong and does not say that you are not a child of God. But he says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So the Message Bible says it like this. God's kingdom isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach. For goodness sake, it's what God does with your life as he sets it right, puts it together, and completes it with joy. Your task is to single-mindedly serve Christ. Do that, and you'll kill two birds with one stone pleasing God above you and proving your worth to the people around you. And see, sometimes we get so focused on what people are saying about us or trying to please people, trying to do it uh, the way people say do it. But what does God say? God says that when you receive Christ, then you are righteous. You are in relationship with him. And so we have to begin to think that way. A lot of times, a lot of us go to church. We go to church, but are you a part of the kingdom? Are you a part of the kingdom of God? Just because you go to church doesn't mean that you are a a member of God's kingdom. And so we have to begin to renew our mind. So many times when you read in the scripture, if you read in the book of Galatians and in the book of Romans and Colossians, he had to tell these people that once you receive Christ, then you are in relationship with God because he, there were a lot of church people or Jews who were saying that they were not uh, not believers or followers of God, worshipers of God, because they didn't uh, observe the same things that the Jews did. The Jews felt like there were certain uh, animals that you weren't supposed to eat, certain meat that you're not that you're not supposed to eat. But Paul was saying, "Look, don't don't worry about those things. Those things are not important. The important thing is, is that you have accepted Jesus Christ." And so when we become members of the kingdom, we need to begin to change the way we think, change our minds, let him begin to renew our minds. And we do that by studying the word of God. It's like you have to deprogram yourself and not just from church traditions, but your old way of, of, of living, uh, the, the way you do things. With the, with the uh, kingdom of God and kingdom living ministries, there's five areas that I focus on. Because I think when you focus on these areas, you take a holistic approach to helping the believer and the person develop. And those areas is your spiritual life, who you worship or allow to govern your life, your family, your relationships, your career, your finances, your health and well-being. Those five areas kind of make up the total of the, of the whole person. 
And so if when we focus on these areas and we go to the word of God and see how he says that we're supposed to govern ourselves and develop ourselves in these areas and renew our mind, because uh, that's what it's all about. It's all about changing your life and becoming the person that God sees you as or the person he wants you to be. And so in these areas, if you want to know how to be in, a, in relationships, how we're supposed to treat one another, what does the word say? You know, I think Jesus gave an example. Well, I know he did. He was saying that in the, in the law, it says an eye for an eye. If somebody do something to you, then you do something back. And uh, how many of you were taught that when you were little? I know when I was coming up, my dad used to say, if somebody hit you, you better hit them back. You better fight back. You better not let them hit you and you don't do anything. But Jesus said, <laughs> if somebody slap you, then you turn the other cheek. Uh, Jesus said that if you, if, if, if uh, you hate someone, then you're a murderer. Not just if you take a gun or whatever you do to kill a person, but he was saying he took a further to the heart. He says that if you hate your brother, if you hate someone, that makes you a murderer. And so when we begin to find out what he says, then we have to renew our minds to those things, those things and we have to govern ourselves accordingly. In the natural, uh, natural law, if you do something to violate the law, then you have to pay the price. You have to pay the penalty. You have to go to jail. And so we abide by the laws of the land because we want to live peaceably. And so it's the same way in the kingdom. If you want to excel, if you want to prosper and you want to grow and develop and have a good life, a peaceful life, then you need to see what the word of God says about these areas. Do you want to find your purpose? Do you want to have good finances? Well, then how, what does the word say about how you should handle your money? What does he say uh, you need to do in order to see increase in your finances? Do you tithe? Do you give to others? Are you a blessing to others? See, these are the things that he says when you come into the kingdom. These are the ways that you have to, that you need to take on in order to see yourself prosper. Now in the world, they may say, well, then in order to, to, to have more, you need to keep more, but that's not the way of the kingdom. The way of the kingdom is that you have to invest in others. You have to invest in what, it, what is important to God. Not that it's not important to save, but you have to do the thing, do things the way that uh, God says, do it. I'll give you another example. Do you remember the rich young ruler in the Bible when he came to Jesus and he asked him, he said, what, what, what can I do to inherit inter eternal life? He said, go and sell everything that you have. And the Bible said he went away sad because he had great riches, but he did not want to, he, he did not want to follow Jesus's guidance and teaching on how to be better or to excel in life. And so when we come into the kingdom of God as believers, we must get in the word, find out what does the word say about these areas of our lives. Don't you know, when it comes to family, the Bible teaches us how a husband ought to treat his wife and how the wife ought to treat her husband, how children ought to respect their parents and how parents ought to respect and honor their children.
It talks about, you know, how you're supposed to, how, how your body is the temple where the Holy Spirit lives. And we have to take care of this body because this body is supposed to be used to glorify God. So we have to renew our minds when we come into the kingdom of God and we begin to study, as I said earlier, a lot of times we don't, we don't excel or grow is because we don't realize the importance of learning, growing, changing our minds, changing the way we think. I want to, um, say this quote, and this, some, this is something that I heard when I uh, was, was uh, worshiping with uh, Pastor Creflo Dollar he, when he was teaching us about renewing our mind and becoming the righteousness of God. He said, thoughts becomes your words. Words become your actions. Actions becomes your habits. Habits become your character. And character determines your destiny. It all starts with your thinking. What are you thinking about? What are you meditating on? This is something that you have to do daily. You become whatever you're thinking about. You cannot go no further than your thinking. The body is no better than the head. So whatever you're thinking on, whatever you're meditating on, that's what you're going to become. That's what's going to come out of your mouth. That's what you're going to do on a day-to-day basis. So I want to encourage you. In the kingdom of God, we're supposed to be an example to the world. They're supposed to be able to look at us and see how to live in every area of life. So I want to encourage you that whatever it is, whatever challenge, whatever decisions you have to make, whatever goals or aspirations you desire, get in the word and see what it says concerning that particular area and then meditate on it. Think about what God says about that. And you will find yourself following the way you, what, what you're thinking about. You will find yourself growing, developing, accomplishing what you want and what God says that you can have. You will begin to see it manifest in your life. And so I want to recur, encourage you to, out with the old, bring in the new by renewing your mind, by changing your thinking. And believing and thinking the way that God tells us to do. And I just want to uh, close with this prayer. Father, we thank you that we will be mindful and strategic in what we think about meditating on your word daily. Help us. Help us to grow. Help us to develop. Where we are today, help us not to be in this same place next year. Help us to grow. Help us to become more like Christ. Help us to become the person that you desire us to be. And we will give you praise and we will give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a wonderful week and blessings to you. 